Karen Lindsay takes a quick look at the sky. She and Alice have just finished a late dinner at a restaurant near Alice's small bookstore, Bound for Glory, where, for years, Karen has worked with her best friend. Originally a joint venture with her ex, the running of the shop fell to Alice several years before, when the husband moved to Vermont with his 29-year-old personal assistant. So unoriginal, Alice says, if she speaks of it at all. She prefers not to. Karen, who started working at the bookstore to help out, had stayed on. And although she loves Alice, loves books, it's the sales she really loves. She misses working at her husband's company, chatting up potential customers, popping in to see how jobs were going, all the things she gave up years ago to stay home and raise the boys. All the things Joe does now. I don't know, Karen squints out the window at the night sky. Looks pretty ominous out there. We'd better wrap this up. Probably so. Alice takes a sip of tea, glances at the grass. I'm close. Come stay at my place till the storm blows over. She gestures in the general direction of Beacon Hill toward the small brick building where she lives on Joy Street, with its cozy furniture, its grow light plants, its two plump cats lolling on a futon in the bedroom. Antoine would have the house in shreds. Alice rolls her eyes. You really should trade him in for a cat. They're much less trouble. Careful, Antoine just might sick the ASPCA on you for being such a speciest. Sick, I love it. So Joe isn't back yet? Karen shakes her head. Rounding up clients? Karen folds her napkin, runs her palm along the crease. He's in Rhode Island, some kind of conference. After what happened last month, or was it the month before? Anyway, lately he's a man possessed. I never see him. Even when I do, he's got his nose stuck in something to do with the company. Wait, after what happened? That fire in Jamaica Plain? Remember? Home Runs did renovations on it about a year ago. Wait, I don't, oh, no, I do remember. That article you were reading at work, a couple died? The woman was pregnant. That horrible fire in the old two-story. Karen nods. Joe was devastated. He knew them. At least, he'd met them a few times. Our guys did the work on the house, so he was really... He is incredibly, really upset. Was it arson? Karen takes a sip of decaf. No, they investigated it pretty thoroughly, declared it a total accident. But you know Joe. He had to make sure it had nothing to do with home runs, the workmanship, supplies, any part of the renovation. You can take the man out of the altar, boy. No, wait, God, what was that saying again? It's the church, Karen says. You can take the girl out of the church, but you can't take... Speaking of Joe, she stops. What? Karen stares at her friend across the littered table. Her hand grazes a dessert plate, bumps a coffee cup. She leans forward as, behind her, snow flies across the window. This might be nothing, but I found some emails, she says, written to him weeks ago, several weeks. What 
kind of emails. I was snooping, she says. Joe was out of town and I was, well, snooping, like I said. I logged onto his laptop and read through his emails. I was just trying to see where he was, actually. I couldn't remember if he said he was coming home that night or staying over. I kept calling him and he wasn't picking up, so... Wasn't it locked? Alice dabs her napkin against her lips and looks out the window at the storm. And for a second, even she looks alarmed. Password protected? Alan always... Of course, we're divorced, but he had everything protected. He was always so damn secretive, which is why we're divorced, probably, now that I think about it. So you found an email. Two. And it was password protected, but I figured it out. There were two emails. From a woman? Karen nods. In the middle of the night, she sent them while her husband was sleeping. She said that in her email? Karen nods again.